We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Sumaya. Sumaya is an incredible new woman, uh, woman, new friend that I've met here and, and just had the absolute honor of getting to share just a few meals some time with uh here in bolivia she is uh has graciously connected me with uh some of the most talented and incredible uh humans here in bolivia using uh some of the most traditional products uh and and just sharing their food and their talent um but more than that she is she is a woman that has an energy that i i think is unmatched <laughs> she is is full of life and full of joy and always a smile and i have just loved every moment with her so i am i am really honored and really excited to to have the time to sit down with you samaya to share a little bit of who you are and let other people just get to meet just a small part of the incredible woman that i've got to know so. Thank you for your concept. Thank you for your words. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So I have a list of questions that I work through with every guest. They're all designed to just get to know you, your experience, your view of the world, and uh, to let other people get to, to know a little bit about you. So we will dive right in. The first one is, uh, who do you define yourself as? I guess just as a human being. Hmm. It's good. That fights every day to be, to make the world a little bit better with whatever step I can bring in. And you definitely do that. (laughs) (laughs) She, uh, you will hear, I'm sure, many things. um, But this woman is involved in project after project, giving back, helping, and and caring for anyone and everything in front of her. So it's. It's really cool. That's very true to you. So, okay, the next one maybe is going to be complicated for you, but usually it's easy for everybody else. But what is your favorite food? Chirimoya. Ah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's a, that's a fruit that many people won't even know what it is. Yeah. But it's an amazing fruit that you will find only in South America. All right, we need to go find some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you reading anything right now? Well, I read a lot. I love the, the Latin American writers. 
and I like to read and again and again and again the books because it depends on what stage of your life you are mm -hmm. and you understand the books differently mm -hmm. and you feel it differently. So mm -hmm. I love a lot of uh, the, the Isabel Allende, Gabriel García Márquez, uh, all the, the Latin American writers. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I've never thought about that, but like when you read something at a different stage in life, it changes and you're a different person when you're reading it. That's cool. I appreciate that. Uh, what is your greatest fear? Probably become in some way arrogant hmm. and in some way selfish hmm. and in some way feeling the fear of not being able to give that extra step hmm. uh, because I don't want to feel comfortable just not giving that extra step. Probably that's my biggest fear. Hmm. I always find it interesting to hear something like this because I think so often the way we live, it impacts. Like what we're afraid of, we do the most to make sure it never happens. Yeah. And you talk about taking an extra step. I don't think you know how to not take an extra step. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stop in every, in every way in that way. So it's, I, I think... You are uh, living in a way to make sure that that fear doesn't become a reality. Yeah, yeah. That, I, probably that's my, just to be too comfortable mm -hmm. to do something mm -hmm. extra is mm -hmm. my biggest fear. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable in my comfortable spot. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, on the other side of that, what would you say that you value the most? Integrity, loyalty, mm -hmm. and uh, the people that follow principles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, 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 inv uh, you, so many of your projects, it's showing that and it's passing that on to the next generation and, and then passing it on to the next and to the next, yeah. And uh, to see all these, they are my kids, even if they are monsters uh, doing what they do, but to see them uh, following that way of thinking, principles, mm -hmm. honesty, integrity, is probably what I'm most proud of, hmm. yeah. Yeah, and you talk about your kids. You have a ton of them. Yeah. All over this, all over this city <laughs> and all over everywhere. <laughs> uh, we can't walk down the street or walk past a place without someone giving her a hug <laughs> and her giving them one back and they are a, a child of hers in <laughs> some way. So it's really cool. I love that. I love yeah. that very much. It's been awesome to witness. <laughs> yeah, and... and uh, also, my my rescue dogs that are everywhere, and they come running and <laughs> say hi and, and wagging their tails, and they know I love you, I love them, and they know I saved them, and now they are adopted, and mm -hmm. they will go and jump when I am nearby. So it's uh, yeah, yeah, all fifty six of them. Well, actually. <laughs> 56 with me, but more than 100 already been adopted, yeah. Yeah, that's an insane number. <laughs> it's really cool, yeah. When was the last time you felt joy? I feel joy every time, <laughs> uh, every single hour of the day. <laughs> because if you don't do what you're passionate about <laughs> and you don't feel joy doing what you do, it's better if you change what you're doing. So live in a way that you don't need to change it. <laughs> Remarkable, you can do that, huh? Yeah. 
That's incredible. <laughs> you mean we just get to choose. <laughs> I love that. Uh, when was the last time that you were afraid and why? Probably during the pandemic, hmm. uh, when I saw so many people going through very difficult moments. Mm -hmm. I lost some of my dearest friends sick. And uh, yeah, probably that was, that was very tough. And watching my kids struggling to keep their businesses open mm -hmm. and not being able to go to the streets to feed my dogs mm -hmm. because everything was closed. And uh, going to the most risky places to give food to the mm -hmm. doctors while everybody else was at home because there wasn't vaccines or there wasn't studies to really know what the COVID was about mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was going to uh, give food to the doctors, nurses mm -hmm. and ambulance drivers exactly in the intensive care mm -hmm. uh, points. Mm -hmm. Probably that's, that's what scared me, but I think it was needed, somebody needed to do that. And we did it, and, and I guess I didn't get sick, mm -hmm. because I didn't have time <laughs> <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah, I think if anyone has the ability to just tell sickness or tell weather or somebody to just command something <laughs> and say, sorry, I don't have time for you today, you need to move, it is you. <laughs> It's definitely you. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's terrifying to be in a place where we, we, we don't know what's going to happen, where people we love are, are not okay, and, and yeah. where we don't understand what's, what's going on. And that's a, yeah, I think so many of us are glad that's a time behind us and yeah. hopefully always stays there. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Would you say that there is a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Uh, there's... I guess there's several moments in my life that have changed me. Uh, once was that I had to uh, embrace very big hmm. positions when I was really young. And uh, these huge people that, uh, that I uh, admired a lot uh, were teaching me hmm. how to react and to lose every fear when you are walking through your life and to just fight and keep walking and doing what you think is correct. Mm. Uh, I think that has uh, formed me. The other one, uh, probably when my, my daughter was born mm -hmm. and the other one was meeting Klaus Meyer, mm. which is uh, probably the most inspiring person I have met in my life. Mm. He's the owner of Gusto, and he has taught me that you can use whatever uh, you have on hand in order to improve the life conditions for hundreds of people. Mm. And if you have the will to do it, you will, you will be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, when people tell you that it's not possible, you just have to keep going and show them wrong. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. And uh, most people will say other things. <laughs> like, for me, it wasn't that important to meet the Pope <laughs> or to meet Julo or to meet that kind of uh, famous 
rock stars or people or anything, but to meet people that uh, is giving their lives to change lives mm -hmm. as well. Mm. Yeah, and you have become one of those people that I to meet so. you have <laughs> for sure for me. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And you, you were you were launched into some very big positions at a very young age, and yeah, you were sharing with me just like how that's formed you, and it is it's giving you confidence and an ability to tell somebody to put them in their place in a nice way in an honest way and to trust in yourself and that's it's something that, that has served you well yeah yeah and yeah. when you use that kind of uh, knowledge and that kind of positions to make this world better is probably uh, the best way to use it mm -hmm. and Everything else is just uh, an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of accessories in this life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, very much so. Uh, okay, so you have not known me for too long, but we have had some conversations. <laughs> but um, what is something you think you and I have in common? I guess the believing in the real human being, the one that is beside clothes, beside colors, and just what is inside and what brights, what what shows at the end. Hmm. I guess that's the the, the point. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I love being able to share that value with you so much. Yeah, it is. It's the person, and then who they are and what's coming out. And yeah, like you said, it's kind of irrelevant if they are this famous person or that. It's it's how you how you are as a person and how you're treating people. And yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Hmm. Okay, what is something you are looking forward to? Well, I have so many dreams. Uh, <laughs> first, well, it's just so many fields. I wish to help my country to understand how important the mental health is. Mm. And uh, in some point I will build my animal sanctuary to protect all these stray animals that are thousands in my country and to stop the animal cruelty and in some point to help my indigenous tribes and nations that we have in my country that are not living in the best conditions and they only need the opportunity to change it and now I am starting to think in another field that is the victims of uh, sexual trafficking and human trafficking. So there's so such awful realities that we don't want to see. Mm -hmm. And somebody needs to show those realities and somebody needs to start working to stop it. So <laughs> I look forward to many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the to the 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 full life that of these projects that you're working on, like I said, you are doing some incredible things, and um, I'm excited to, to hear more about them, to see them come to fruition, to come back and, and share more about them. Um, but yeah, to be able to see these come to life yeah. and the impact that they will make because somebody is choosing to take the time to show people that there is another opportunity. And the thing is also uh, to lose any kind of, any sense of, embarrassment or shyness and you go and you approach whatever whoever needs to be approached to make it happen mm -hmm. and uh, you just go 
and uh, I am a shyness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shyless. I, I don't have any sense of uh, saying, oh, what would they will think? I don't care. No, you if don't. <laughs> In the best way. And if they can help, I don't care what they think. I don't care if they think I am crazy. I don't care if they say no. The worst thing that will happen is that I stay where I am now. But mm -hmm. if they say yes, maybe I can change something for the better. So I approach everybody. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't care. <laughs> I think it's, so, there is so much, even just in that, that, that you have shared, that is extremely valuable for anyone listening to say, yeah, go if you it. can go for it. Yeah, always go for it. If you can dream it, you can do it. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. So maybe this kind of answers some of that, but is there anything you uh, wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. I guess we just need to open our eyes to what's surrounding us mm -hmm. to find something that we wish should be over. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so common in some sense that it becomes in invisible mm -hmm. so if I wish we never we could not be blind to mm -hmm. these realities mm -hmm. they're ugly but they are there mm -hmm. and uh, we need to we need to be conscious of these realities mm -hmm. in order to make them stop mm -hmm. so I wish many things mm -hmm. could be over and uh, but that's uh, an effort that needs thousands of people, mm -hmm. millions of people, each mm -hmm. human being working to stop mm -hmm. the realities. And mm -hmm. I hope at some point we as a human race, we will learn that. Mm -hmm. Open our eyes. Yep. Yeah, very much. Hmm. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? I don't look for that. I don't care if the, somebody values me. Um, there's a lot of people that is making amazing things. I just want to be the vehicle for them to conquer that. <laughs> and that's why I told you, I don't like to speak about me. <laughs> yeah. I have to speak, I have so many people to speak mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. I'm not important, I'm just a vehicle. Mm. And um, if I can make them being valued and, and, and in the place that they deserve, that will be the biggest prize for me. Hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, that's the way that uh, hmm. I act every, in every single way of my life. Mm. Well, I hope you feel that prize because you are <laughs> doing very much that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are my babies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I definitely know the answer to this in some ways, but where do you call home and what makes it home to you? I have many homes. <laughs> I have many homes. I, when I am volunteering in my shelters, I am at home with my stray animals. When I am in the best restaurants in my country, I am at home because those head chefs, those servers are my kids and uh, I love them and they love me, mm -hmm. I hope so. And uh, uh, whenever I am with uh, my street food ladies, I am at home. Whenever I am uh, with my indigenous tribes, I am at home 
I guess this planet is my home and <laughs> I, that's why I have to make everything in my reach to make this planet a better place because it's my home. Very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I guess every single struggle has taught me something. So I am pretty much valuing my struggles. <laughs> so yeah, they, they can are, stay. <laughs> yeah, they can stay and they are very welcome. I guess probably if we could have more um, from help, more help from the state, uh, from the authorities and everything to make things easier, probably that's the mm -hmm. struggle that I wish to stop. But uh, in one way or another way, we will make things happen. Mm -hmm. So it's just a little bit of more work that <laughs> it will happen. More work, but not no. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? I guess to feel uh, self-esteem, mm. to feel valued, to feel uh, confident mm. in their own in their their own capacities, mm -hmm. in their own uh, talent. Uh, no matter your background, mm. no matter how level you reach, mm -hmm. it can be really high, mm -hmm. like the chef that we just met. Mm -hmm. Or it can be uh, just a volunteer in the shelter. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to be valued. Everybody needs to feel that they are doing their best and that somebody is appreciating that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have an ability to be with somebody for two minutes and they feel like you're like, there are certain people when someone, when they pay attention to somebody, that person feels like they, they have so much value and so much worth. And you give that to people very quickly, that you are, see them, you acknowledge them, and you appreciate them very quickly. And I think it's a really cool thing about you. Oh, thank you. It's really neat. So I see that a lot. It's neat. Okay. Uh, I'm, I tried some math too. <laughs> but if I were to give you, it's like 10,000 US comes out to, I think, like 70,000 Bolivian. Uh, but if you had this money and you cannot give it away, you need oh. to spend it <laughs> in two weeks. What are you going to do? Not giving away. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, crap, that's all I want to do. <laughs> uh, well, probably I will. Probably. <laughs> probably I will buy a lot of houses for dogs, a lot of food mm -hmm. for dogs. <laughs> There's no way for me to spend that money in me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably I will pay the amazing debts that I have in veterinaries and everything, mm. and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, making uh, operations and building my sanctuary and everything. There's mm. no way that somebody can give me money and tell me not to give it away. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair for me. Uh -huh. It's not like I will travel or will buy clothes or I really don't care about that. Mm -hmm. It's there's yeah. more important things. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I knew you'd find a loophole. <laughs> Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they wouldn't receive it the way you want them to? Usually I try to tell whatever I can to the people that I love. 
uh, I lost one of my dearest friends mm. uh, with COVID. And uh, he was even uh, acknowledged by CNN as hero mm. because he was feeding 3,000 dogs every day with his own money. He quitted his job and everything. He was working 24 hours, seven days a day, a week uh, for the stray animals. And uh, probably I would, I told him to please stop, mm. to please protect himself. And he was, he, he didn't take care of himself because he needed to be with the stray animals. So he was still in the streets and uh, probably just to tell him to take care of himself because mm. we needed him and mm. he's not here anymore. Mm. Yeah, it's, the heart for others is, it only goes so far. We have to take care of ourselves too for that to yeah. be, to, to keep doing something. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. yeah. I think the world would be better with him still here, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. because uh, thousands of people was mourning his, his dead when he passed away. Mm in all the country mm. and people even from over the con over the, the board the boards of my country were feeling his loss because mm. he was he was a hero mm. yeah mm. i'm glad you got to know somebody like this we grew up together mm. <laughs> <laughs> something tells me you have a lot of similarities <laughs> mm. i is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that I don't pay attention hmm. to the people that should be my priority. Hmm. And with everything that I am doing, when my daughter, which is 10 years old, tells me that I am always doing something and not being able to just maybe coloring a book or reading a book or something or watching a movie with her. And probably that's the hardest thing. Hmm. Uh, but there's no time. Hmm. Uh, there's so much things that needs to be done right now that my time with her is her helping me. Hmm. Yeah. And probably that's not fair for her. Hmm. Yeah, that's hard. It's so hard. I understand. I mean, I understand a lot of that in some ways. That, yeah, we we want to and know we are here for doing so much, but to also make sure we are present for those people yeah. that we are supposed to be there for our kids. It's it's a, a a struggle. Yeah. But one we have to keep struggling with, and yeah, to know that hopefully they know the value that they have for us. Yeah. At some point they will, but mm -hmm. when they are little, they it's don't hard. understand it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, what would you say makes you feel at peace? Many things make me feel at peace. Um, probably being in the shelter, hmm. uh, probably being in the, with the mental health uh, patients, hmm. helping them, probably uh, just uh, helping somebody to to reach their true potential while I am teaching them how to act, how to answer, how to 
position their body and everything to be listened. Hmm. And uh, yeah, many things make me feel uh, at peace. I guess I sleep very well every, well, I faint every night. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if you get to, to attribute anything to why you sleep very well, because you don't stop when you're up, and I don't think you sleep very much. <laughs> No, that's cool. It's really neat to know so many things and aspects of how you get to show up for other people and care for them, that that brings you peace and it shows, or you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? No. Uh, I guess, as I, I was telling before, uh, I don't feel comfortable in, the, in, in a nest, in a bubble. I need to make things uncomfortable to feel comfortable myself. <laughs> yeah. And I need to push myself mm -hmm. always more and more and more. It's like when you were asking me, you're tired, and I was like, yeah, but, but I will I will rest when I pass away. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't have time to rest. And, uh, but um, probably you need to push yourself mm -hmm. a little bit more every mm -hmm. day. Yeah. Especially when you have so many things that you know are not just important, they are urgent mm -hmm. to, to, to fulfill, so you keep going, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, very much, yeah. Okay, so this is my complicated question, in case the other ones are not. Um, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they would not receive welcoming from you as a woman? Whether it's something you wish uh, they knew about women in general, something you wish they would hear about themselves, or compliment, criticism, wisdom, advice, however you would take that. Well, when I was in my early 20s, I was taught to speak very, very, with very big fish. <laughs> yes, you were. Yeah. <laughs> so when you are 22, 23 years old, and you need to stop a minister <laughs> and tell them they are wrong and tell them what to do and what to say and when, when to shut up. Um, no, I, I will tell whatever I feel and I have a way of telling things that they won't feel uh, like threatened or anything. Mm. They will feel, they will laugh with me <laughs> and uh, they are human beings. I don't see people as male, female or, or I don't know, GLBT or anything. I see human beings, mm -hmm. and in some point I don't even see human beings. I just see souls. Mm -hmm. It's just the animals, the, the humans, and even if the, I don't care about their origi origins or whatever, they are humans, and, and I respect each of them. Mm -hmm. So when they speak with me, they feel it. Mm -hmm. uh, so nobody will take the things in the bad way mm -hmm. because very early in life I was taught how to do that <laughs> in order to save myself <laughs> yeah yeah very much yeah. yeah I think you yeah you do you you if you are in Sumaya's life in any way you know if yes. there is something that she has to tell you you will hear it yes. and you will be happy that she told you yeah yes. I, I agree it's, it is a skill that helps humanity and I think that's cool because it's like it's not just like oh yeah you have an ability to be right when you talk to somebody no you have an ability to communicate that you genuinely care about that person 
and you're doing something for the betterment of humanity and why you're telling them to shut up or to speak or to whatever it is. Uh, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't feel that. It's mm -hmm. a male, will, a man will feel threatened or something. I don't think so. Yeah. Usually, no matter if it's a male or female, just me, being me, some people will feel threatened even if I don't speak. And uh, some people will feel comfortable even if I am giving them mm -hmm. a critic. So that's the way it is. It's like... It's life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. Okay, so I don't know how you feel about public speaking. I feel like you would be fine. But <laughs> we'll assume uh, either way. Um, but if you had a large group of people before you, and you were to share with them a life lesson, a bit of advice, or something that you feel is valuable for people to know as they go through life, what would you share with them? Probably a couple of things. One is not to don't feel fear, mm -hmm. to stop feeling comfortable. That's mm -hmm. the worst stage of life. Mm -hmm. um, to feel confident, mm -hmm. to be transparent. Mm. And, and uh, real mm. to act with integrity mm. and to fight for the dreams because they they, mm. they can come through mm. and uh, the other thing is respect <laughs> in yeah. every single sense of life mm -hmm. respect mm. all right if you're listening listen to this there's some very wise words from a very wise woman And I think that they will impact many of us if we can take them to heart. I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what is something you wish people knew about your culture? Big question. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I live in, a, in an amazing place. Bolivia is a multicultural place where the culture is not in the museum. It's in the streets, it's in the, hmm. it's in the country, it's in the forests, it's in the... In the And this is everywhere, it is everywhere, every day. Uh, I guess I wish people would know that we have this richness mm. here, this cultural richness, this biological diversity here, and uh, this potential here. Mm -hmm. And that if we don't protect all this, is in the way of disappearing. Mm. So, not just for Bolivians, this is disappearing for the whole planet. And I am talking about Amazonic tribes, I am talking about, uh, about cultural uh, expressions with thousands of years of history. I am talking about products and uh, Talking about even uh, nations that are about to disappear, there, that there's about 40, 50 people left of those <laughs> cultures. And um, we need to start watching inside to, to really understand what we as a planet are about to lose. <laughs> uh, I don't care about going to Mars or to going to the stars. Uh, We need to protect our cultures. We need to protect our, our, our environment. We need to protect whatever our ancestors has, 
have left us uh, or we will be in a very big danger of not being able to protect anything mm -hmm. very soon. Yeah, no, very much. And to give it, it the tiniest, the tiniest uh, of my own experience of this in your country, just uh, we had another incredible meal this evening, but I, I ate a potato that, this may seem like a silly story, but I ate a potato that had flavor that I don't think I've ever tasted in a potato before. And you were sharing with me just how these are, they're dying off, this, this type of food. And, and to if it's not being replanted, if it's not being cultivated, that, that we, we lose these as a planet. We lose these types of food and the nutrition and the flavor and the life that's in something. And yeah, they were, they were put here for us to, to take care of and to appreciate. And so, I mean, this is like the smallest portion of everything you've just shared there, but it's, it is it's very real. Yeah. So I, I hope we can understand this, this about, your, about your culture, about culture in general, about everything we have here in this world. Yeah, yeah. very much. Yeah. Uh, what is something you love most about your culture? The diversity and uh, the fact that it's alive in every corner. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. There are there are there are lights in every corner of this place. <laughs> and not you are not kidding. Uh, is there anything about your culture that you're not proud of? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Probably it's the 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 view hmm. the, that probably the view that when you migrate from the rural areas to the urban centers uh, you need to forget your principles uh, mm. in order to be part of the urban mm. population uh, they should be proud of their mm. ancestors and their legacy and uh, probably that's the point that uh, I'm not very happy with they change when they migrate to the cities I know that's a necessity, but we, as urban centers, should give them um, the, the, the confidence of not mm. uh, having the necessity of changing who they are in order to, to, to be part of something. And mm -hmm. uh, probably that's what annoys me a mm. lot. Not my culture, but this mm. was the, the, the way that my my country uh, interacts now hmm. from one group to another group. Hmm. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Hmm. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? Yes. <laughs> I guess uh, my purpose in life uh, many years ago has become in any single way that I can. Uh, to make every day this world a little bit, just a little bit better mm -hmm. than it was yesterday. <laughs> Even if I change one diaper <laughs> in the health, uh, mental, mental, mental health mm -hmm. uh, hospitals, mm -hmm. or is I, if I feed a stray dog, or if I speak with a producer, or if I do something, to make it a little bit better, that's something. That's worth everything, yeah. Mm. That's a day that is worth to be lived. Mm. 
Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Well, I see many days that you live very worth living. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I don't know if you do, but do you have a, a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? I don't have tattoos. So no favorite. <laughs> no favorite. And I don't have tattoos because uh, it's not because I have something against it. It's just I will have one in some point, but I need to find something that has a, a really deep significance. Otherwise, I will fill my body with tattoos. So <laughs> and then <laughs> I need to find just that one that is worth to be in my body. But I haven't Not yet. that one. Okay. <laughs> the hunt continues. <laughs> Very cool. I can appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Um, there are many things that I know you have accomplished in life and, and, and it meant a huge impact that you have already made on this world. But what is something you have accomplished that you are most proud of? Probably to make the world aware of mm -hmm. the Bolivian astronomy mm -hmm. and to be able to change the, uh, to improve the life conditions of uh, more than a hundred of rural communities through gastronomy and uh, to speak with huge leaders hmm. uh, about this vision of making the gastronomy a tool to improve the life conditions for many people. Hmm. My, our project, Manca Schools, uh, that uh, are changing lives. Mm -hmm. uh, the project that I am about to start for the victims of uh, sexual trafficking and everything to, to, to give them the possibility to be employed in dignified mm -hmm. conditions. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I guess uh, there's a lot of things that I am very happy to be achieved, but uh, I am not, not done yet. I still have a lot to go, yeah. Not even close to no. done yet. <laughs> I, yep, I say that anything that tries to get in your way better get out. <laughs> yeah. You've got some big things and, and some things to be extremely proud of the fact that you're choosing to take the time to, to dignify life in ways that other people haven't. And I think that's really cool. So. I hope many people does the same thing. Hmm. And in that way, this world will be better. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And with respect. Everything mm -hmm. is achievable, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Sumaya, there is many things I could say, and I know we could have a conversation for hours because we have multiple times over many meals here. Yeah. Uh, but is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? I'm not important. Maybe uh, what I really want to share is this urgency of uh, start each of us start doing something to to protect uh, other species, to protect our cultures, uh, to protect uh, human rights, to protect animal rights. Mm. Uh, even just respecting those principles, I guess we will we will be given a step ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, so not about me, I'm not important. It's about this kind of uh, behavior that we need, really need to learn because mm -hmm. I can't believe in some point 
what the human race is becoming, mm -hmm. and I don't like it. Hmm. Well, we can say that uh, we can uh, we can uh, observe something, and we can like it or not like it, or we can step up and do something and try to make a change with it. Yeah. And it's really cool to see the impact that you are choosing to have as you take big steps in every direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah Elsimaya, it has been an absolute honor of mine to share time with you, to to be able to share just a little bit of, of the incredible woman that you are uh, with others and, and to just uh, to have the honor of being able to, to learn so much about your culture, to meet so many of your kids <laughs> and to spend time with you. So I just want to say thank you so much. No, thank you for choosing to visit my country mm. because I know no many people knows about my country and it's a place that is worth to visit. It is extremely worth visiting. <laughs> so yeah, so if you are listening to this, I will not only be back, but you'll have a chance to come with me uh, to meet some of these amazing people like Sumaya, to taste the incredible food, to see the beautiful diversity in the culture here. Um, this country is very worth visiting. So it, is, it has been a pleasure. So thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.